0: And welcome to the 218th episode of Kingdom Hearts Union. I'm your host Brandon, and I'm here with Churro. Hello, Churro. Yeah, you you have something very new. Yeah. Uh, can you see clearly now that the rain is gone? No, but I can see clearly now that my glasses are gone. Hey, that's good. You, you got you got Superman
1: laser vision now, right? Oh, I got Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. Yeah, I I got laser eye surgery uh, this past Wednesday. Awesome. But right now I'm still in the healing phase, so right yeah. now like, I really can't. I mean, I can see things clearly if I focus on it, but since my eyes are hazy and cloudy, it's like I can't see anything right now, so after yeah. the healing phase is over.
0: Yeah, so th- that'll be a little bit. So yeah, I'll be doing uh, all the <laughs> all the reading today, so you can you just rest your eyes and just talk. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to say uh, for anybody that uh, has been uh, you know a-, a listener of the show and then also a watcher of at least my uh, Twitch stream. I know I haven't been streaming lately. I do have a reason uh that I can't talk about but it is a good reason but I still can't talk about it boo. so boo yeah <laughs> but I I do intend to at some point uh get back into uh streaming uh just yeah I'm not sure exactly when is going to be possible so yeah um uh my Twitter would be the place to find out when I can talk about it I'll I'll mention it then uh but yeah at least for the time being is gonna be a little bit uh difficult um so yeah at at least for the next like month month and a half or so uh but anyway for you new folks kingdom hearts union is part of the podcast series called final fantasy and kingdom hearts union and is presented by the gaming union network we release every Tuesday, rotating each week with Final Fantasy Union, and we come out on the iTunes Store, Spotify, KingdomHeartsUnion.com, and... Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at CageUnion. And we have a two-segment show today. We have our news segment, and we have our question segment. We do, in fact, have a little bit of news. So, that's the good news. Uh, in the way of announcements, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash ffkhunion, and our our Patreon executive producers for this episode are as follows. We've got Louis James, Zach Doronto, Rachel Casterton, who's at Orba Yoon Ray, Barry Norton, who's at Nortron Zero, Zelda Clone, who's at Apes Type Novels, uh, jo- Joseph Robertson, who's at Pokemon Trainer J, Alex and Rachel Troutman, who are at Akira NameGen, uh, Miles Ribbons, Billy Jackson, who's at underscore Billy Jackson, Thorin Bullen, who's at Massacre 23, Tom Hughes, who's at Tom underscore Hughes 22, Yam Potato, Noah Littrell, Ryzen, Zam, uh, Sam Ennis, Chris Willis, Fayez Bilal, Joseph Johnson, who's at the Cancer Bus, Laura, Lauren, uh, Luscombe, Tim Michael Verne, who's at Phoenix, Zero Two S.A., Marco Liliu, and Timmy Turner's Babysitter. And be a part of the show. Send us your questions to questions at gmail.com. And just fair warning, the Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory spoilers are fair game. And now for the news. So our first bit of news is that Kingdom Hearts Union Cross's ending has been delayed uh what that could what that could be that be good or bad news well uh maybe a little bit of both i mean the fact that it's delayed is kind of bad news but the good news is it will now be released in two parts classic Nomura. so maybe it's bigger who knows
1: yeah i mean maybe. i mean honestly it is the finale of this you know mobile game that's been going on for 5 6 years now so it's like yeah it, it's to me it only makes the hype even better, you know, giving us two exactly. parts, you know, whatever the ending is going to be. No more. I'm sure no knows what he's doing.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I kind of feel like it's either that or, you know, typical, you know, this era excuse COVID delays, you know, th- th- there are reasons. So, uh, I, I mean, ultimately at the end of the day, Churro, it's like, you know, it's going to end one way or another, and after it's over, we're not really going to get very many updates so- about Kingdom Hearts in general. So it's like, either yeah. way, it's it, it being like, re- if it released now, everything what, would be over then. What I if it, it releases later, it'll be over then too.
1: What I find it interesting is that they delayed it to June 17th, like June especially, because it was just... You know, we just found out that Square Enix will have news to give out at E3 this year. Yeah. Even yeah. though E3 is digital. So basically, could we have something at E3 maybe? Kingdom Hearts? Yeah. Despite yeah, Nomura saying mm. something about the 20th anniversary, do you think he might give us a little teaser? <sighs> That's a good point. Didn't
0: Nomura recently say something to that effect that he's like looking for a time to like. Talk about that stuff, so because basically, not the impossible. 20th because
1: Nomura only said that the 20th anniversary, you know, there's going to be something big for it to celebrate yeah. the series, but it can mean anything. That's true. So, basically, news can still come out as normal because time only goes one direction, and E3 is yeah, still a yeah. big event, and you know, yeah, Square Enix is not doing their own event, so they just yeah. have stuff to announce during E3, so it could happen. Yeah, it's it, possible. It, like I said, it could be a small little teaser because, you know, there's something to give fans uh, to hype for.
0: Yeah, that's that is a, a possibility, and you know, you know, Square they always like to announce <laughs> things too early, so there we go. That's that's that could be you know not not impossible, but I guess we'll uh, we'll we'll have to see there. I, I mean, the only thing that kind of gives me slight worry about that would be just the fact that. Uh, World Ends With You is still coming out, like, a little a little bit after that and might take away the attention uh, from, you know, projects that are, you know, a little further out, so we'll have to see. Like, well, I'm still doubtful that even uh, 7 Remake Part 2, I- I'm doubtful that that'll even show up at, at like, an E3. And the
1: funny thing is, is that that DLC releases 10 days before. I think it releases June yeah. 7th.
0: Yeah, so... It's like it could like even seven remake could it could be there, but also it could also not be there. Like there's it, it could I mean, go this, either way.
1: Well this is Square Enix we're talking about. They're the masters of Deception and the Masters of Surprising Us. Exactly. That's the weird reputation Square Enix has. Remember with the whole infamous um Final Fantasy Seven for PS4? Yep. Yeah. Oh, that one's <laughs> hilarious. It, you know, it's, uh, and then there's the whole, let's just randomly drop the seven remake trailer on us.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So it's
1: like, it could go either way.
0: Yeah. That's true. It, it, it can absolutely go, uh, go either way. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. But, uh, yeah, ultimately, the one thing that we do know is, yeah, June 17th, that's what you can expect. The, uh, the union cross ending they're saying it's going to release in two parts and i don't know exactly what that means does that mean starting june 17th there's going to be two endings released or the two parts of the ending or is the first part going to release in may and then the final part release in june i think it's
1: still still scheduled right now they said it's still scheduled to release at the end of this month you know because it's the, okay. the way the updates happen is every last Thursday of the month. The last Thursday of the month is April 29th, so...
0: Gotcha. So maybe we'll so get be, the first half now, or...
1: Yeah, it's going to be the first half now, like, scheduled. Okay. And then the second half, they're going to skip May and then go right into June. Because okay. whatever they have planned for the second half, it's probably be big enough. That way it doesn't have to... I mean, I the the cliffhanger's gonna
0: sting a little bit, but hey, at the end of the day, at least it's, like, some some slight hype that we can enjoy before the long silence.
1: Well, it's funny, because, like, I've never seen so many people so hyped for Union Cross ever since it was released. Right? That's always like,
0: the ironic thing. It's kind of like, uh, lately with the whole, uh, Sony th- thing with being like, oh, the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation <laughs> 3 store shutting down, uh, JK. Like, Everybody's like going crazy to buy a bunch of PlayStation 3 games uh right now before it closes but, but now then uh, yeah, yeah they backtrack. So it's almost like like that it's like the last last gasp before uh before Union Cross is uh, over over. So we'll have to see. I didn't see any like clarification on Dark Road though other than like the last Dark Road uh PvE, I don't know, some sort of like event the last one's gonna be this month for dark road but i didn't see anything story like last thing i heard was that story-wise dark road was gonna end in may i don't know if that's just like still on time to end in may or what
1: like, i think that with may because because originally it was supposed to the final the final day was supposed to shut shut down until april and then i believe may was supposed to be like the start of like there's like a theta year mode i guess so like you can yeah. go through all the cutscenes of the entire game. You know, you, you know, as of right now, you can't get any more jewels. The only, t- the only thing you can get jewels is via the uh, daily login. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's not going to be anything else. The, you can't do the Colosseum anymore. You can't do Union Cross, which is the online multiplayer mo- modes. It's just yep. going to be one giant, like, theater experience where you can just relive the cutscenes again. That will be interesting. I wonder if
0: they'll allow you to, like, okay, just... Cut, can I have the cut the fat playlist
1: where I can just watch the main story?
0: Please think, and thank you.
1: I believe that once it gets to that point, then I'm sure YouTubers like, uh, well, Cajun Cider has an entire playlist yeah, of the Japanese yeah. and English versions that yeah. you
0: can really watch from the beginning to the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just wondering if like Square will
1: have something like that, like official baked into the game. I I don't... I would be surprised if they did actually do something like that. Just take out all the Disney, like, Yeah, basically filler, cut out
0: all the Disney, yeah, the Disney filler. And then just,
1: I think the only, like, one that's not filler would probably be all the important cutscenes scenes. Just mush, mush that into there.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: That's pretty much it.
0: I mean, I think for a lot of people, they're probably mostly interested in just, like, everything starting at where the keyblade war and unchained key starts and then going further from that cuz prior to that stuff you could just watch back back cover. Yep. That pretty much covers that story. So yeah, I guess uh I guess we'll have to see how that goes. Speaking of back cover, wasn't that like the worst like miss opportunity that they didn't cover the keyblade war in back cover? <laughs> What a big miss opportunity that they just end right before the Keyblade War. And they they literally even had like literally the first part of the 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 cutscene of Zero uh, Point two was the Keyblade War area. So it's like <laughs> they had the area. They had the models. They backed off the high dive. But anyway. Yep. So that's that's the news. June 17th, that's when you can expect the ending of Union Cross and for yeah, like a, like you described for it to become more of a theater offline experience. So uh yeah, just uh, hang hang on hang on, hang in there guys. It's only going to be a little bit longer and uh then it'll be all over.
1: <laughs> and then we get to see what more mysteries Nomura has for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is going to be like The the our last bit of uh meat, the last little bone that they throw at us that we'll be nibbling on until possibly next year. So hope you guys enjoy it. Uh yeah, and then uh going on from there, uh I I wanted to add, you know, since we're gonna probably be going into like a little bit of a news hibernation mode, I thought this might be kind of a nice little segment to sort of throw in with the news, like a little mini segment, about Kingdom Hearts 3 mods. Because those are going crazy now, and those are the insane right now. The community's loving it, so I figure, like, yeah, you know, why not? You know, every week, highlight a few uh, really interesting mods, and uh, you know, we we can you know just update y'all on what the development of Kingdom Hearts mods is like going on. So, uh, the first mod I want to highlight is the Orchestra Overhaul mod, which to me just encapsulates one of the things that i love about pc gaming with square enix games so basically the orchestra overhaul mod replaces a lot of in-game tracks where there was a version of it for uh, world of tress where there, there was actually a live orchestra of it and they basically replaced the in-game version with the live orchestra version now Ooh, to be good. fair like kingdom hearts 3 has a lot of live orchestra already like built into it way more than any other kingdom hearts game had had in the past. But the recordings from world of uh tend to be a lot higher quality, a lot more Epic. Um, uh, sometimes with, uh, with kingdom hearts, the way they actually record it is that they'll record with a small on ense- small ensemble separately. So you might have like a string section of like maybe six people, And then they'll they'll do the violin and cello and whatever part and they'll like layer that on top of each other and then, you know, give it a bigger sound. But it's not the same as a real full live orchestra. Uh, You don't get that same sort of reverb that you would get if all the orchestra is together and in a big concert hall. Uh, usually for you know video games that they'll do like at least for kingdom hearts and uh, actually final fantasy 15 was the same thing with a video game orchestra they would record smaller sections and then in editing give it a bigger fuller sound by doubling and overlaying different recordings so that's how are they able to do it but with world of tress that's a full live orchestra there and uh yeah these are like much bigger sounds so Least for me, churro. Like one of the things that I love so much about like playing uh, Final Fantasy VII and Final Fantasy VIII on PC is that I would completely replace like the entire soundtrack and as much as possible replace in with live orchestra versions of all the soundtrack. And let me tell you, I had the craziest, most epic version of the battle theme of Final Fantasy VII ever, so that every time I got into a random batter, it, battle, it was just like... Brow! Like this big orchestra explosion. <laughs> it was just like... Yeah, really like, out of
1: place. I really need Just more like invested any in, random uh, battle, but it was awesome. I really need to get invested in this. Like I was thinking about actually buying... Yeah. Uh, 1.5, 2.5, and 3, so I can do the mods yeah. myself, so... Oh god. I've been wa- I've been watching videos of, of It's these crazy. Mods, and it's crazy. You know, it's like Yeah. People have been like literally taking the game and remaking things. Like in for example, there was no Sandlot in Kingdom Hearts 3. You know, the, you yep. know Traverse no uh Twilight Town was just like stripped. So yep. somebody I forgot his name. But uh um, Is it Caleb? Caleb, yes, Caleb was basically this guy's a genius. This guy was like literally—he made so many mods like popular. But what he yeah. was doing was he was literally building the sandlot for Kingdom March Two from scratch. Yep, and have an actual struggle battles. Like it—it's crazy how what people can can accomplish with these mods.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. C- Caleb's amazing. He's uh, from what I understand, he is a student at Noman, which is an online art school uh that is uh yeah pretty famous and i think he's uh studying environment art for video games so yeah he's literally like studying to do environment art professionally for games and yeah you can see it like he's amazing at it and he's done so many different like uh unreal engine versions of areas so now finally he's got a place to put them all which is in in, in kingdom hearts 3 so uh, I'm, I'm very uh happy that he's got this where you can actually see it in gameplay so yeah that those are Super cool. Uh, speaking of uh, locations, though, uh, there's a guy who's a, it seems like he's a pretty prolific modder, a guy named S'mores, S'mores. who rest- he restored um, a mysterious tower, the exterior location of mysterious tower, back into Kingdom Hearts Three, so you can actually run around there and you know through the mod menu if you want, you can like spawn in Heartless and stuff like that and fight there. But like, uh, I think it's just like. Pretty much just the area. It's pretty bare bones, but you can I run think... around. You're not going to fall through the world.
1: So uh, I'm trying to remember his name too, but he did a one where you could actually swap between characters, the like, the playable characters like boxes, Aqua, yep. um, uh, what's his name, uh, Riku. Then oh yeah, Riku. Yeah, uh, you could swap them out at any time, and then they did a demonstration of the. Um, they redid the, uh, what's it called? The, uh, the big giant shadow wave fight where they, oh, yeah wanted, yeah uh, sw- initially the, you know, the, the original fight was just Sora, Donald and Goofy. Yeah. But then they replaced Donald and Goofy with Sora and, and at each interval of health from the boss, it would actually switch to a different, uh, you know, Keyblade of light character.
0: Oh, that's cool.
1: So basically it showed that all the characters wouldn't be able to take it down and, and i think i'm like that should have been in there in the like the beginning right? of the game yeah yeah so it's like it sounds was like awesome. wow this is just so amazing how people and then there's actually a, an actual roxas mod where going to actually uh yes. fight as not just you know dual wield roxas from cage 3 but also roxas in his normal clothing
0: yep I also saw there was a uh, a mod so you could replace uh, Sora's like uh, battle quote lines with Roxas's so that you know you could do the Roxas mod and then you could also get Roxas's voice in there so you're actually playing with you know proper Roxas with all his like battle grunts and stuff like that so that's super awesome. So yeah, uh the only thing uh that I'll, I will just quick note about the mysterious tower location is that it looks like the lighting isn't quite proper in the game i guess uh that was just never uh he wasn't able to access that so the lighting is a little funky but hey at least you can go there finally and uh yeah back in the game uh next uh really interesting mod and this is uh yeah really cool to me is we got billy zane's battle lines for ansem so this basically replaces all of ansem's battle quotes with the kingdom hearts one versions from the the final boss fight with uh with ansem so you've got classic lines such as submit come open your heart. all of those so it's hilarious and um yeah the the mod uh maker uh showcased it by uh playing the uh the limit cut fight so yeah it works uh in uh, in in remind as well so that's pretty funny. Uh, I, I'm really happy uh, about that. It's really weird hearing it in Kingdom Hearts 3. Because it's just like, I don't know, years of conditioning of hearing only Richard Epcar and then hearing Billy Zane Ansem coming out of Kingdom Hearts 3 Ansem was really, uh really interesting. So d- definitely check that out. That's, that's a fun one. Um, and the last mod that I want to talk about is it's a really, like, interesting mod in concept. In execution, uh, you know, a little weird, but hey, it's it's fun. Uh, somebody brought in the entire Grand Theft Auto 5 map into Kingdom Hearts,
1: which, <laughs> oh, which God, is crazy.
0: Funny. It's it, and it, yeah, it's the full map. It's huge, massive map. Only thing about it is it's extremely low res. So the polygon count, it's like the lowest polygon version of it possible. Uh, the texture quality the actual like terrain has textures on it but it's like it's almost like you're looking at google uh google images or, or not google google earth but like like really low res just plastered on top of the land and then the buildings are there there are building models but they don't have textures there are white boxes and uh they're very low polygon And if you jump off of the building and off of the buildings and go running through the fields and stuff, it's huge, absolutely massive. It'll take you forever. But the texture quality being so low res when you're actually on the field and you being so close up to it, it's so blurry that the only thing I could describe it being close to is it's almost like playing like an N64 game. Like, that's what it feels like. So, interesting in concept, interesting to see a world that massive. Uh, If I remember correctly, uh, Grand Theft Auto's world map is about 50 square kilometers. So, interesting to have, you know, Sora and all his movement abilities in such a massive world.
1: Um, Which means that it it shows that... uh... Kingdom Hearts can totally go for an open world game. It could, yeah.
0: It, it absolutely could. At least, you know, on PC, there's clearly no no problem here. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'll, I'll give it that. Very interesting. Like, if you want, like, to have the experience of what would it be like to have Sora in a massive world where there's, like, very few limits, you can explore that and play that to your heart's content, what would it be like for Sora to jump off of a massive building? uh you can experience that too um but yeah it, it, there's nothing there so don't expect anything there's really not much to it and it's very low res again so this is more of just an interesting mod in concept but uh i, I thought it was a uh, fun to talk about at least so that pretty much wraps up the mods that we're going to talk about this time uh we'll talk about more uh next time there's already some that i have in mind Uh, But yeah, uh, if you guys have any other mods that you want us to highlight, uh, you can tweet them at me, uh, at underscore Brandon underscore B-R-A-N-D-E-N, and I'll uh, I'll look into it. Uh, But yeah, uh, anyway, uh, moving on to the questions for today. Our first question comes from Kislock, and they ask, We've had the attraction flow representation of Disneyland rides, but do you think it's possible... To have worlds that are based on rides, you know, other than Pirates of the Caribbean, any favorite rides you'd want to see? What do you think, Jero?
1: Do you think uh, it's possible? Uh, depends. It depends on the backstory of the of the ride itself. Because a lot of these yeah. rides are just like part of. I don't know, think, like for example, the Astro Blaster. That's part of uh, uh, Buzz Buzz Lightyear's ride in you know yeah. it's part of toy story yeah you know? it's so a part it's of like, a movie so it's like it, uh, it depends on the uh, it depends on the attraction flow itself like i guess i would assume based
0: on the prompt of the question maybe that they mean more like uh a ride that isn't tied to like a movie i i guess because yeah I obviously mean, like oh if it's like frozen's ever after then it's like oh but we have a frozen, we have a frozen world
1: I mean um what else is there? Uh like, there's there's the, like, uh, there's the 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 uh the water slide thingy whatever. Oh well, Splash Mountain's
0: out. based off of a movie. It's based off of Song of the South which Disney wants to pretend doesn't exist and soon it will be based off of uh what call it? Uh, Princess, Princess and of the, the Frog. Frog.
1: So that's not going to matter anymore.
0: <laughs> that's not going to matter. Uh Tower of Terror? Tower of Terror. Well, your Tower of Terror is no longer Twilight Zone. Your Tower of Terror is now uh, uh, Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy.
1: Yeah. Unless Uh, they put Marvel uh, in it now. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, At least in Florida, it's still um, Twilight Zone, and here in Japan, still Twilight Zone. Uh, I'll just say, based on Florida rides, we have uh, rock Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, which... If you remember, Chura, when we interviewed uh, uh, Tetsuya Nomura, he has been on that ride and enjoyed it. And The Tower of Terror? Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Rock oh, and Roller Coaster. Oh, Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, featuring Aerosmith. I don't, I don't think Aerosmith will be in Kingdom Hearts, so maybe not that ride. There's Space Mountain. Space Mountain is, uh, I mean, I don't know what story there would be, but Space Mountain is one of those uh, kinds of rides that is a uh, kind of like doesn't have a particular story. There's the the Tiki Room, Jungle Cruise. <laughs> I mean, Haunted uh, Mansion, th- there's that Eddie Murphy movie. That's the problem with Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is, is probably the one that has the coolest story if you just base it off of the story that's in the ride. But the fact that there's an Eddie Murphy movie about Haunted Mansion, it's almost like you can't do it because if you were going to do it, it would have to be about the movie and not the ride.
1: Unless, unless you do like the ride part of it where you're on the little seats and
0: yeah, they
1: go, it's kind of like, they go, it's kind of like the teacup, ride, You know, like they spin yeah. and they have the ghosts like probably doing all the controlling for you or something like that. Yeah. That's the way I, I would, I would think about it, but like, honestly, it, I still don't. It's definitely don't hard to see the only thing.
0: Okay. So I have, a, I have another idea. What if, It was something similar to how the Fantasia world was in 3D, where it was like a selection of different areas that were completely separate. And there'll be a small area, let's say based on Space Mountain, a small area based off of Tower of Terror or something. And like they're different, like vignette worlds that are connected together. Like that's the only thing I could think of because when you really think about it, these rides are very short, like there's not much to them you know to really make a full world out of so i don't know if any of them could stand on their own and be their own world there's just not that much to them really like that's that's the main way i i could think of them working I'm trying to think if there's any other like really good ones there's like i don't know at least in florida we have uh the mission mission to mars uh Soren i think you guys have Soren
1: yeah we have uh, Soren
0: okay yeah so there's that like I mean, just these days, like everything's tied in with a movie, like yeah, it's Star really Wars, etc.
1: Um, based, you know, it's it, to me, it's it's a tough one because a lot of Thunder things. Thunder Mountain like, Railroad, big, which is Big Mountain Big Magic Railroad, yeah. I think it was called. Yeah, that yeah, was, yeah. Isn't that based still based on Song of the South too? Because it's all, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's got like a specific story or not that's tough i don't know it's just like okay let's say you make the world right what do you do in it like who do you interact with like the the problem is with like here's the thing a roller coaster in a third person video game is not going to be that fun because (laughs) you're just watching a, a somebody else ride the ride Like, you're not actually riding the ride. The only thing I could think of is maybe that's, uh, you know, Kingdom Hearts VR is you go to uh, theme park worlds and it's a lot of, like, roller coasters and stuff. I mean, at the very least, like, you know, you're not feeling your body moving through it. But I've seen people ride virtual roller coasters in VR and, like, kind of get something out of it. Like, I've seen people screaming in their chairs, in their office chairs, (laughs) wearing, like, an Oculus Rift. So...
1: Yeah, I mean, that's my final answer is of. probably going to be, um, nah, I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't think so either. I I, I just, you got to consider these days, Kingdom Hearts 3 had only like what, seven, seven Disney worlds, something like that? Like that's a lot less than we've had in the past. So the cost of making even one world has skyrocketed compared to what it's been before. So just the plausibility, the feasibility of doing this, I don't think it is really there. Could it be done? Yes, I think it could be done. And I think, you know, for example, like I was suggesting with the uh, like Fantasia style where it's like vignettes, like small little enclosed experiences, and then you move on to the next thing, maybe that would be possible, but I just don't see full worlds being done for them. Oh my god, Churro! It's a small world. Why didn't we think of that one? Now now you're talking. (laughs) That's the world. You're
1: speaking my language right
0: here. It's a small world. Oh god, see that would be imagine.
1: Imagine just like like activating. I want Sora and everybody
0: else. They have to be regular size, but they go to it's a small world, and everybody's
1: small, and they're they're all all giants. And and all you hear is it's my world. Oh, and then all of a sudden it changes to the other languages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I just had
0: another evil idea. Oh, do tell. What if? So we have that vignette idea, right? Yeah, where you're going to the these different uh, you know uh, ride worlds, and here's the gameplay. It's a rhythm musical game, just like Atlantica was in Kingdom Hearts 2. And the visuals is you riding the rides. And Sora and pals are singing a song about the ride. And in the case of It's a Small World, you better believe they're singing It's a Small World after all. (laughs) So it's kind of like
1: Melody of Memory, but with like singing.
0: Yeah, with singing and the visuals are maybe a little bit more interesting because you're on the ride.
1: There you go. I mean, we, we got the military Memory part, now we just got, we got the Atlantica part, now we just need to do the, the characters yep. thing in
0: it. there you go. Alright. Problem solved. Alright, so, uh, moving on to the next question, this one comes from Umair Tyreem, and they ask, hey, Kingdom Hearts Union crew, uh, I know you both like visual novels, how would you feel about a Kingdom Hearts visual novel? What kind of story could it tell, and would you want it to be a raw visual novel or have some sort of light gameplay systems?
1: I think I mean as a fan of uh, <coughs> Doki Doki Literature Club, I yeah. mean uh, I think I just love the visual novel aspect because like, yeah, because basically you're there to read a story. Yep. So you you get immersed with it. Yep. So I think having light gameplay kinda like detracts what it was trying to do. Okay. Okay. So I just believe that just I I totally I honestly think that like, for example, like the Winnie the Pooh segments. Like yeah. if you get another Pooh segment, I think that should uh, be like yeah. a visual novel style.
0: That would be good for a visual novel. Uh, I'm I'm with you there.
1: It kind of also kinda of reminds me of uh Recoded when the cutscenes yeah. You know, are where they have them all on screen. Yeah, and they're talking. Yeah. It, it kind of gives that visual novel feel already. That's
0: true. That is true. I'm with you. So yeah, I, I'm. I'm down for ahead. it too. Uh, yeah, I'm down for it too. Um, I guess like, uh, yeah. How would I feel about it? Yeah, I'd feel great about it. I think, you know, visual novels are a very interesting medium where you can really get into like some interesting kind of stories. Um. I also think, based off of playing uh, Kingdom Hearts' Chain of Memories, which Chain of Memories is by no means a visual novel. By by no means it's not. But if you really look at the dialogue in Chain of Memories, because the cutscenes are a lot more simple, the dialogue has to be elevated to sort of match that. I feel like the dialogue, like if you really go back and watch... Uh, Chain of Memories, especially the Disney Worlds, which I was really surprised. Everybody craps on the Disney Worlds from uh, Chain of Memories because they're not important. Go back and check the dialogue. The dialogue's actually really, really good. It's some of the best in any Kingdom Hearts game ever. The stories are really interesting. So, I feel like with these more uh, text-oriented storytelling methods, it kind of uh, forces the writing to be a lot more interesting and more in-depth. So I'm down with it. Uh, what kind of story could it tell? You know, I don't think there's anything a visual novel couldn't tell. That's the thing. You know, it's a visual novel. You know, what could you? What kind of story can you tell in a book? You can tell any kind of story. Um. uh but yeah, I, I guess like it would be kind of neat to see like some sort of maybe backstory. Like you know, we could get a, a character that is maybe more mysterious and get their backstory. I mean, to some extent, if you really think about it and squint hard enough, isn't like kind of melody or not melody memory? Uh, Union Cross and Dark Road aren't they kind of like visual novels in a way? Kind you of, really yeah. think about it a with little the way bit. The cutscenes are presented, yeah. With the they, cutscenes, that's that's what I'm talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, because uh, it's got it's a visual novel with some light with you know different with light gameplay to it. Yeah, yeah. So, but like. I would love to see like an, like a backstory visual novel with like say for example Terra and Aqua where they came from. Yep, that could be cool. You know, anything. I mean, nothing that has to do with continuing the plot, but giving us more backstory reach. Like you said, backstory reach yeah. of of how other characters, you know, how they came to be. You know, it's like we're yeah. still missing a lot of elements about those. So it's like I think of like a. A visual novel would be a good way to kind of like expand on that without having to really put up you know to develop a 3d game on it because yeah visual yeah. novels do, don't take a lot of you know a big team to really make yeah
0: exactly it's a lot yeah definitely a lot lighter a lot simpler uh at least for me in terms of like having gameplay or just have it be raw visual novel i could go either way um, I think if it's some sort of light gameplay system, I I guess I could go for like, uh, I, I guess since it's Kingdom Hearts, it needs it would be something that would require some form of combat. But I'm actually fine with something that's non combat, like like I don't know, Ch- Chippendale uh gummy ship management sim with yeah, it a could, visual it could novel. Be that.
1: You know, it could be that like something. It doesn't have to be totally like, um appealing you know yeah be just a little time waster
0: yeah exactly or uh i could even go for it now this is totally in the realm of fan fiction and would never happen because final fantasy characters are not important but i could totally go for uh the uh hollow bastion restoration committee
1: oh that'd be good Would they Have like
0: them as a visual novel i want to and and maybe let's say hypothetically you play the role of Sid. And you're a you're managing the other Final Fantasy characters as they go to other worlds and go on missions and you you decide who goes where you send them on their missions and then you can like, uh, you know, uh, maybe maybe you're you're in charge of like building gummy ships for them to go fly. To well, other I'll, worlds
1: well, i was gonna say with the going with the hello bastion restoration committee thing i was gonna say maybe you said, instead of going to send of the different worlds you set them different areas of Radiant garden yep and that's, so like it's yeah, kind of so like a like maybe a, like, kinda rebuild kinda certain kind of like a tower defense type of thing where it's like oh yeah. heartless attack in this area you know it's like leon i need you over there you know to defend it you know yeah that kind of cool. like that
0: and then maybe, yeah, maybe like part of the storyline is like you uncovering information about Ansem and Ansem the Wise and that sort of uh that sort of stuff there. You know, get again, it's like Kingdom Hearts 2 backstory. Like yeah. that will never happen because that has absolutely no bearing on the future of the plot. But that's that's the kind of story that could be told with a visual novel.
1: You yeah. know, it's
0: light, it's simple. Like the gameplay doesn't need to be that crazy and still be interesting and still relate well to the story.
1: And then after we're done recording, we're gonna send this to tomorrow and give them ideas. Exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: That's exactly what's gonna happen. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, we'll be we'll be waiting for the for the check tomorrow. Please. Yep. So yeah, I'm I, I, I'm definitely down. Like I've played lots of different like visual novel type games, you know, Ace Attorney series and Persona, and yeah, I, I definitely I believe in the uh, in the power of visual novels. So yeah, I, I think that pretty much uh, wraps up that question. So yeah, that uh that pretty much covers it for this episode. Our music for this episode is a wonderful cover of. Uh, hikari Ray of hope mix so yeah this is a a cover done fully in japanese and it's really great Uh, apparently this was like a birthday present to some girl named sarah and it's just awesome these these uh uh cover artists did did a really great job um so there's eight of them in there i don't have i don't have their names but uh you can find this on youtube if you look up plume pox P L U M E P O X and look up there, uh, Hikari Ray of Hope mix cover, and you'll get a full list of everybody that was uh, involved in the cover. It's really good, I promise. And actually, I will just say, Hikari Ray of Hope mix, simple and clean Ray of Hope mix. It is still my favorite uh, opening song of. Uh, I believe that any is Nomura is also
1: really is interesting. I've heard somewhere from somebody that Nomura mentioned that the Ray of Hope opening uh the ray of hope mix from ikati is his favorite yeah it's really good it's like
0: so surprising for what it's like for it's like so big kind of makes you wish that melody of memory got one but hey whatever right (laughs) it's a small game it's a small game after all anyway so, uh, yeah, the next Kingdom Hearts Union is scheduled for the 11th of May. Uh, maybe by then we'll have more stuff to talk about with uh, with Union Cross. And uh, as always, if you guys like the show, please consider subscribing to Final Fantasy and Kingdom Hearts Union on the iTunes store. Just search for uh, Kingdom Hearts and we're number one. Yay. And of course, you can catch every episode at KingdomHeartsUnion.com, Spotify, or... Kingdom Hearts Union's Twitter, which is at Union, And remember, if you guys like the show, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash FFKHUnion. And uh, if you have any questions, please send them to khuquestions at gmail.com. All right, Cheryl, we made it, finally. It is that time again. It is goodbye time.
1: Oh, we made
0: it. Yeah, maybe by then you'll be able to see clearly no, yep. no, no glasses. No It'll glasses. My
1: Sharingan activated. You yeah, know, Sharingan that,
0: activated. You know, all that fun stuff. In, infinite, infinite
1: mangekyo Sharingan will
0: be under your spell.
1: There we go. You yeah. know, it's actually, it's actually pretty nice. You know, I've been wearing glasses since I was little. So I've had, you know, 30 years of wearing glasses. So now, yeah. you know, here, here we go. You know, it's good. It's just like Sora. It's like a new adventure for me
0: exactly man that's that's crazy so ever ever since you were a kid so yeah this is gonna be huge uh if you don't mind me asking like how how bad was your vision without glasses before the surgery
1: i had myopia which is uh nearsightedness and i have a little bit of astigmatism okay so but hopefully that's all gone now like for example like at some points like i'm looking at the outline and i could see some of the words but like yeah but like but like because i'm still in the the healing process it's my vision is blurry right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense.
0: So, so, yeah, that's that's so exciting. Yeah. It's going to be yeah, a whole new world.
1: So, yeah. All so right. when you when they, when you get back to streaming, you're going to be seeing no glasses.
0: Wow. It's going to be great.
1: It's going to be like uh
0: what's what's that movie? She's all that. Where it was like that one girl that was like quote unquote the nerdy girl that wore the glasses and then she took off the glasses and she was like a supermodel. That's gonna be oh, a churro.
1: Yeah. <laughs> glasses be like, be off like, supermodel oh. churro. And then all of a sudden I have hair.
0: Like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I just suddenly grew hair.
1: Oh man, that's great. Alright, man. Say your goodbyes. Alright, bye guys. Thanks for tuning in and hopefully you guys are prepared for the Union Cross part one ending.
0: Yep, that's gonna be great. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm Brandon saying goodbye. This has been a KingdomHeartsUnion.com production. Darkness. Darkness.
1: Darkness. 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 Darkness.
0: Shine
1: brightly for your family. i See you.